come back to the everyday ceremony 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 with me your host Tim unlock your highest potential right here and have fun dun 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 it's it's absolutely wonderful man i'm i'm super grateful that you facilitated that for me because it's yeah i just really had that feeling that i was able to 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 receive your power and like your magic because there is people who can just facilitate that in a really good way and i was like at some point i was like is that a recording that he's playing? Because it was just <laughs> so perfect, you know? It was, I don't know, the energy, everything, how you say these things, it was just beautiful. And it really allowed me to relax. It really created a space where I felt really safe. Like, I didn't I didn't doubt any of what you said or any any of the cues. I was just like, wow 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 i can really relax and relax and relax and relax and in the end that allowed me to to sink into that beautiful state of just like really allowing myself to feel my own power and my own magic and all of that and so it's yeah man i'm just incredibly grateful for that because it's it's really beautiful seeing you and experiencing you like not just hearing you do this but also experiencing it myself and like now knowing like holy shit, like, that's that's what Stefan is doing. And it's fucking good. Like, it's fucking awesome. real good. So, yeah. That, that makes me happy, man. Um, yeah, I think Soma does a really good job with the, with the music. And I can take mm. it and cut it up and stuff. But for now, I'm just using the, the forms they already have created and uh, using some timestamps and stuff to really have the meditation flow with, with the music. um i think the music really helps but oh yeah yeah, i'm really diving into the form of the meditation and which brainwave states you're in during which Mm. breathing breathing rounds and really focused on what i'm saying uh during those specific times it's there's a lot to it (laughs) and i'm still beginning so i'm really excited to get deeper and really get into the subconscious in these spaces, you know? Oh yeah. I think there is, there is like so much science behind it as well. Now, Mm -hmm. like there is, yes, there is the spiritual aspect and like a lot of the things that, that you were talking about. Like I know, (laughs) like from yoga and like my yoga teacher training and like pranayama and like that kind of stuff. Whereas like really just this approach of like, yeah that's how it is because it works and it's fucking good for you so just do it but then there's also now like this whole scientific evidence behind it whereas like in the beginning you were talking about a couple of things whereas like in the introduction of like this does that and this does that and the retention here and like the um the the quicker breathing there and this and that and that all brings that experience and i'm like oh wow like wow this is really science base and like this is really has so much evidence and how these chemicals work and within our system and all of that and i'm like i'm more the experience guy you know like i i don't i wouldn't fucking care if you tell me any of these facts 
because I'm mm-hmm. just like, okay, just like let me lay <laughs> down and start. <laughs> like I, I want right. to feel it. Like I I care how I feel afterwards, but knowing on top of that how good it is for you, you know, like how much of these toxins are actually being released, how it actually like the spinal fluid is actually traveling, like how all these things are really happening within you in 3D. And it's not just, it's not just the Kundalini, like it's not just an energy. It's really happening. Like it's real shit happening. It's like, fuck, that stuff's really good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know, I, I really liked it prior to learning about it, but now that I know the science and it's, it's extensive, like every module that I've been through in the learning experience has come equipped with numerous studies that in medical journals that profile exactly what we're learning. And for me, learning what it does to you physiologically allows me to go deeper into myself in a spiritual aspect, you know, cause mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what's happening within my own body during mm-hmm. these rhythmic breathing phases and these breath retentions. So yeah, knowing that just kind of reinforces the belief in it and also uh, the deepness of it. I think there's a lot of people that come into these spaces scared of the spiritual side of things, especially if they're beginners or like I was talking to my brother the other day on our Instagram mm-hmm. live that a lot of these people like myself come into these spaces uh, almost desperate, desperate for some help, desperate for some change. And and the spiritual side of it doesn't really appeal to them as much as just being able to manage their emotions in a much simpler yeah. way. So these physiological things and the science behind it, uh, I think is really good information for the beginner and for somebody that doesn't has never explored these things. I think that uh, relaying that information is going to reinforce uh people's willingness to explore these areas hmm. i can i can see that a hundred percent you as you said it's like it kind of enhances also the trust in it yeah like it it really strengthens that and it it creates basically more awareness like if, if you tell me this is what happening then while this is happening i can be like oh yeah i can feel something <clears throat> where if you would not have the information beforehand, somebody might be like, oh, fuck, this is scary. Like, I feel <laughs> something that I never felt before. It's like, is this good? Am I am I dying now? Like, mm-hmm. am I getting enough air? Is this good? Like, I never stopped breathing for that long. And it just, first of all, creates awareness that it is happening. And then more trust in the process itself. And at some point, the information is not not really needed anymore like the information is great i think but it's like i felt how through through our session now i just went and that was the most beautiful thing is like i went more and more and more into my own experience yeah like any kind of information or any kind of even physical sensation in my body really lost its importance And what really gained importance is my state of being, like how I felt, I don't know, myself. Like it was really like the concept of body was already a little weird, but um, like how I felt what I would now define as myself, like that state of myself that really gained importance. And there was like so many insights 
and like if you're interested i, I would also be open to share a couple yeah. um in in that whole process because it was really like okay cool in the beginning it was like okay now we're doing this breathing now we're doing that breathing and at some point i just didn't think about this anymore like i just really also allowed my body to do it by itself and allowed my body to activate its its own inherent intelligence of being like yeah that's what i gotta do and i can hold longer and that's fine and it's like i'm gonna breathe when i really need to but not now when my head tells me to oh you should you take a sip take a sip it's like no why, why would i take a sip like i can take a sip yes i know but i don't need to because i feel that actually my state of being is really good like i'm really here and i'm really full of love and so on and it's, yeah was was really interesting to see how how a lot of these concepts over the time or over the course of these like what was it 50 minutes something like that 40 about minutes? 45 minutes we were doing breathing for about probably about 35 30 to 35 okay. minutes yeah but but even that short amount of time like how a lot of these concepts that usually are so so important like all what is going on inside our head we're just trickling away and like what really mattered is for me personally I at the end I really felt my heart like I really just felt my heart and it was funny because in the beginning um was a lot about visualizing like the ideal kind of um reality that I, I want to live in right and how I would talk to myself, how I would see that reality, how I would perceive it, how I would feel it, what I would hear, what I smell, and like just the the full thing, like how I literally experience my 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 perfect life. Like if everything mm -hmm. would be perfect and like everything would be working out and I would be free of all limiting beliefs and just like loving myself and having a great relationship with myself, how that would influence relationships with other people and my job and career like career and hobbies and free time and everything and I saw that like I saw me living in a beautiful sunny place with like a big house nice kitchen in there like big kitchen because our kitchen is small <laughs> and shitty and I need a big fucking kitchen yeah um like the children running around and us having a cafe where Masha has a little shop where she can sell like all her or all of her art stuff like her dream catchers and her paintings and jewelry and her clothing and all of that and she was in there and I was behind the bar like doing some juices and then then, then I saw us also organizing like women's circles man circles just gatherings doing therapy I saw myself teaching some kind of martial art like capoeira or something and saw Masha teaching yoga saw us going out surfing playing with the children like was just absolutely gorgeous and the really interesting thing like this was still a lot created by my head you know and I was like oh that's beautiful like thank you so much for allowing myself to see that but then the last round, when you said, like, allow yourself, like, that was after the um, exhale and the breath retention. And you said, like, <clears throat> allow yourself to relax into your happy place. I didn't see anything anymore. I just felt my heart. And that was the moment where it was, like, permission slip. It's all already here, dude. Like, yeah. you literally carry it in here that's the gem that's the diamond like 
you don't need to do anything with it. Feel it, act mm-hmm. from your heart, like act from that place. Know that place, remember that place. Don't forget about it. Like remember that feeling and you're good. You don't need to go out now and look for that place on Google, like that you find <clears throat> where that is, no in which country country whatsoever or this or that or now whatsoever start earning more money because you need to finance that somehow it's like no your happy place that looks a certain way in in your imagination is right in here yeah like in the center of your being and i was like whoa whoa beautiful <laughs> wow this is amazing so Actually, like the the whole thing that I got out of it with like letting go of all limiting beliefs and all of that is like, it's already done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to do anything. Like, it's already done. It's like the moment when I remember my heart, I remember my true being. And that's when there is no more limiting beliefs, even though I might act within my own boundaries. But it doesn't matter. Like it, it do- really doesn't matter. Like the heart is really is the happy place and is the place from where it all creates. And it, yeah, here in 3D, it takes some time to manifest sometimes, but that's okay. Like I can enjoy the ride there and I will enjoy the ride there. And it's not about chasing something now, but really about just knowing that if you stay in here, if you keep doing what are you doing if you keep focusing on that area and you keep acting from that area? You're good. You'll get there. Yep. And that was really profound. And I'm, yeah, just really grateful for, for that experience. Amazing, man. That makes me happy. And that's that's exactly the kind of feeling that we're trying to establish um, when we're putting people in these brainwave states and <clears throat> is really focusing on reprogramming that subconscious mind Obviously, those of us that have been doing this work for quite some time really understand how that works and have seen that manifest in our own lives. But I mean, you know, I I was not aware of this, how deep this goes even a year ago when we first started mm-hmm. working together and really starting to understand how this works. I just read this amazing book um, called The Power of Awareness, and it's about the law of assumption and that's exactly what it is is realizing that all of this stuff already exists creation is over so everything that will be has been is it all it all already exists like and what you're manifesting is what you're feeling in inside of yourself so really attaching to uh and learning how to exist in that space knowing that it's already done knowing that you already have it Uh, really attaching to that feeling you get in your external life what you're feeling on the inside Mm. so really knowing those things is going to attract these things and if you if you really think about your life and all of the things that have happened to you happened for you we say in this space when you start to realize that you can be like oh shit like i totally manifested all that bad shit into my own life because i was so attached to these bad feelings, these bad outcomes without even fully realizing it. So in these brainwave states, really coming into contact with what you want in your life and letting go of limiting beliefs, you can start with repetition, a daily, daily visualization, daily feeling into that. 
mm. it's going to start appearing in your life because you are attracting this shit and not attracting shit that you don't want. So that's the biggest thing. I'm so happy to hear you say that because that is the absolute goal of a lot of these breathwork sessions, mm. especially in visualization. You know, I mean, there's like trauma release and stuff, but I think a lot of that comes to the surface and comes out through the practice of visualization, through mm. realizing, you know, that that most oftentimes, maybe even all the time, you are the one creating this bad shit in your own life. Mm. So pretty powerful stuff, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I think it all comes down or back to like this concept of like, that the only thing that really matters is your state of being. Yeah. And this breath work just puts you in a good state of being. I mean, that visualization and also, also shows you when you resist that, like also shows you when you're not ready to go there. Maybe when you like, as you said, keeping yourself in a state of being of, anxiety or fear or like whatever it is or grief or shaming yourself and like having a lot of guilt like the breath work allows also that to go because the breath yeah. like cleanses and so it's it's really beautiful like I, I just just now when I was going for a week um I had this thought and was like what a beautiful permission slip breath work because at the end of the day like I can come to similar, I would say the same state of being even when I'm out surfing, when I'm just walking down the road, when I'm juicing, when I'm sitting here with you, you know, like feeling my heart, like I don't need this breath work, but it is a fantastic permission slip because it works so well and it, you end up in that state and it's like sweet. Like it doesn't mean that you need to obsess about it, but it's like, it's great to have it as a tool. And I think this is what, what we were talking about is like, it's great to have it as a tool in your toolbox. Like, and it's even better in my opinion, if you have someone who can really facilitate it. So you don't need to think about this and that and here and there and how I organize it, but just really let go and allow your body to do the work through somebody else guiding you. And that's just because I could have done the breath work myself. Mm -hmm. I know that, you know, <clears throat> I know these techniques. Like when you were talking, I was like, oh, yeah, I learned that. I learned that. Oh, I can do this. I could put this together myself. <laughs> but then it's like, but I didn't, <laughs> you know, but I didn't. So it's amazing. Yeah. It's really amazing having it facilitated. And I I actually never, I never really, I did it with like YouTube video. Um, and there's like some, some also great, great guided meditations and breath work out there. But just, it's also different having someone sitting in front of you or like screen next to you. And afterwards you can talk to that person because my experience now was like super pleasant and super joyful. And, even sharing that with you even accelerates that because I feel seen afterwards. I'm like, oh yeah, somebody's here to witness my, my joy yes. and witness that and listen to me. So that's fantastic. But then I'm pretty sure also like 
big releases can happen where people really need someone to 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 hold and and listen right afterwards yeah absolutely and that is the beauty of having a facilitator is the integration afterwards uh also paired with the the guidance through the meditation and uh you know especially in group settings everybody's energy is floating around the place and and you're mm. you're sharing space and energy and and uh things can come up integration after meditation like that especially an intense session is imperative to be able to uh you know, really connect with that in life outside of the meditation space. So yes, having somebody there to witness and to riff off of after a session, especially if really heavy shit comes up. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people I've met in these spaces don't do enough integration after the fact, you know, they just kind of bring the shit to the surface and then like be like, well, see you later. You're on your mm -hmm. own now. And a lot of people, especially if they're beginning, don't know what the fuck to do with these feelings, with these things that come up, whether they're good or bad. Because a lot of the times, I know for myself, it was really hard to allow myself to feel happy things, to feel happy. It was very, mm. very foreign and felt unnatural, almost like something was wrong. And I would trick myself back into old patterns into feeling like shit again because it was habitual and normal and it felt it felt normal so mm. yeah having somebody there to kind of guide you through that after a session is is a huge thing so you've kind of been your your own facilitator in that kind of process right like when when you were learning it now like you were of course learning a lot from from the instructors in the course but probably also doing a lot of integration work for yourself right Yeah, a lot for myself, um, but still talking with people in this space. You know, I've been doing a lot of workshops and other meditations facilitated by other people and just kind of trying to soak up this whole space, one, for practice and to see how other people are doing things, two, to experience different environments, different feelings, different modalities, mm -hmm. and three, to yeah, really experience what it's like on the other side from not being the facilitator, from being the student. And I mean, it all creates a whole picture, um, but I, I've definitely gained the tools with your help and with the help of, of a lot of people I have in my life now. Um, I've been able to learn how to kind of integrate myself. But even then, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you can't really do any of this shit alone. It truly takes a village. It takes a community and mm -hmm. and, and you shouldn't, feel like you need to do it alone mm. you know that's that's a recipe for disaster and it inhibits your vulnerability inhibits your honesty with yourself and and it's important to have that community those people that are there in that non-judgmental space to at least for you to be able to get this shit off your chest and out into the world as opposed to just holding it all in so Even though I've learned these things, I still take every opportunity I can to express it with other people. Mm -hmm. That's so beautiful to hear because I I can see that like doing it all by yourself is kind of in in today's world is kind of like a badge of honor, you know? 
Like, he was like, oh, I'm self-made. Like, this is all, like, I did this all for myself. It's like, first of all, no. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. Like, there is no such thing as self-made because it's, no. okay, yeah, self-made, big self. <laughs> but you have so many people in your life who all reflect back to you. And if you want or not, you get insights from them. It's like, there is not really self-made. And even if you did it all by yourself and like didn't get much help from the outside, it's like, did you enjoy that journey? It's like, it's not all about just getting somewhere. It's really <clears throat> about enjoying that whole journey. And honestly, this breath work with you, I think is the one for me where I enjoyed the breath work itself the most from all the breathworks I've done. Like, because sometimes it really feels like you need to get somewhere, or maybe that was also just my perception mm -hmm. of it. Um, But your breathwork, I was just really able to enjoy. And I actually, when it was over, I was like, oh, I would like to continue, but like not, <laughs> yeah. not you know, not to get somewhere else because the, the, the space is so beautiful, <laughs> but the... The state of being was so beautiful throughout that whole experience already. And I just felt that that process and that journey of getting there was actually really enjoyable. It was like not, it was challenging at times, you know, mm -hmm. but it was also really gentle and it was, didn't feel like super forced or anything or like super exhausting in a way of like, ah, oh, you need to do it like really the hard way, but it was well balanced, I would say. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, I noticed for me when I first started doing it, it, it reminded me of when I first started meditating. Like it was it was difficult because you know it's it's hard to it's hard to be still sometimes. Mm. So there's definitely a learning curve and it takes patience with yourself to be able to be that present in the experience and enjoy it. But just like anything else with practice, that becomes more and more natural. And I started out with like 20-minute breathwork sessions, and that was a struggle. The breath holds can be extremely uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but when you get used to it and you push yourself and push yourself deeper into those breath retentions <clears throat> and into the rhythmic breathing, you really can start to enjoy the process. And now I feel myself 45 minutes the breathing almost feels too short. Yeah. Cause it's so enjoyable. I'm so present within myself, like everything mm -hmm. outside of me completely disintegrates and is not there anymore. So it really is a, a great exercise to fully come into yourself, into your body and your own feelings mm -hmm. and experiences and, and be able to enjoy that. And it also helps you carry that into the mon mundane in your, in throughout your day, you know, you bring yourself back to your breath and, you can really start to get in some sort of flow state outside yeah. of the breathwork sessions. Yeah. That's exactly what just came up for me when you were saying that. It's like, it kind of really allows you to choose your state of being <laughs> that you want to live out in the world. Where oftentimes we adapt something from the outside, like we take a circumstance and we allow that circumstance to determine how we feel. And then project that feeling, that state of being back outside in the world. And mm -hmm. we are surprised that we get only shit back. You know, that's what yep. you were saying in the beginning. Um, but it's it's really like this, this 
extended pause where it's it's not even that long. Like how long how long is a lunch break usually? One and a half hours? Oh shit. The jobs I've had, it's like 20, 30 minutes, maybe. What? <laughs> yeah, we live in America, Torture. man. It's, it's hard here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, when I was working for the German post office, I didn't even have a lunch break. I had to eat my lunch literally while driving the car because otherwise I would have not be able, been able to finish with daylight or anything. But that's a different story. So, okay. But I mean, if you work in a decent work environment, I think you have a one hour lunch yeah. break. Like you could do a breathwork session in there and the second half of your day could be absolutely <clears throat> fucking different than the first half. Oh yeah, It's like, like you can really take that pause and be like, let me choose what I want to put out there because that's what I'm going to be getting back. And I think this is why... Also, like when 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 you were saying this, like forty five minutes and so on, there is a small part of me is like, oh, forty five minutes of the day, and it's like, no, 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 no. But for example, I I I juice, you know, and juicing, like I juice for like myself, my wife, people around, like my neighbors, and like people who ever wants to pick up a juice, I juice for them, and so it's like usually one and a half to two hours that whole process very meditative for me as well and so on and other people would be like this is fucking crazy that you're doing this <laughs> and they might also say that 45 minutes of um breath work is like wow that's so long but i think and i would love to hear your perspective on it because you've been practicing a lot more breath work um lately than i have <clears throat> but i just imagine it to give you so much time back that you don't mm. lose throughout the day, like thinking about random shit or losing yourself in thought spirals or uh, letting the outside really determine your state of being because you've kind of anchored yourself right away. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. And it, I mean, it gets, you get better and better with it, with more practice, just like anything else. But yeah, I, I used to think that that was a long time too. It seemed very daunting for me, mm. just just like working out did, you know, before I got into that. But I mean, I, I often ask people like, how much time do you spend during the day doing stupid shit that does nothing for you, watching TV or playing video games or arguing or, you know, going into these thought spirals, you lose so much fucking time doing shit like that, you know? Mm. And I really realized that for myself too. And and yeah, with with enough practice, you can really regulate that. And, you know, in this space, it's commonly said that you want to make your mind, you want to be the master of your mind, not a product of it, you know, and, mm. and these practices really help with that. And I like the breath work a little more than simple meditation, um, largely because of the physical benefits of breathing in rhythms, you get mm. your body into coherence your heart into coherence and that creates thought coherence whereas just simple meditation i'm not knocking meditation by any means but but for me you know my my mind strays a lot more and i don't get as much out of it just sitting still i mean with the breath work you're still still but you're there's a there's more intention behind it for myself anyway mm. um because of the physical benefits of it and also because with the breath retentions and things you can get you go way deeper into your thought patterns into how these things make you feel physically and emotionally mm. and 
for me, it's been that I can regulate that, regulate my mind a lot more when I'm just going about my day. I can catch myself when I'm being judgy or when I'm having, you know, bad thought patterns come back or intrusive thoughts. I can catch them and be like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> you know, it's, mm. thanks for trying to protect me, but I'm going to continue not feeling these ways i'm gonna you know and i've noticed that my life has gotten so much more peaceful so much better my relationships are are cleaner are a lot more honest and and pure just Mm. simply because of my own realizations and my own actions i mean i'm really starting to experience that you truly get back what you have on the inside and what you're projecting out to the world that's some real honest shit it's not bullshit (laughs) yeah so so things have changed for you since you've started like getting into breath work oh yeah yeah for sure i've been really able to um expand on a lot of things that we worked together on over this last year and really start to implement things that i learned over the last few years that I didn't know how to integrate into my life. It's just brought about so much understanding and things are clicking and, and yeah, I'm, I'm noticing a massive shift in my own personal life um, simply from doing these breathwork exercises. Wow. And, and one more thing that came up is uh, you can totally do these on your lunch breaks. There's a study I learned about, I forget the doctor's name, but I can get that mm. information to you. But uh, the founder of Soma Breath, which is what I'm certified in, his name is Niraj. He did this interview with a scientist, I think somewhere in California, one of the colleges. And he researches uh, brain activity, um, primarily during like psychedelic experiences and stuff. And just a simple 20 to 25 minute breathwork session, rhythmic breathing and some breath retentions on a daily basis creates that psychedelic effect within your brain it's extremely healing for your body it expands your mind and it doesn't take i mean you don't have to be a a yogi in the mountains you know doing this shit for three four days at a time just 20 minutes a day and you will have the benefits mentally emotionally and physically Mm. that that breath work can can bring about okay so so I love that. I love that because it's super simple and it's super easy to implement. Mm-hmm. How would these 20 minutes look like? Would it be like the four, four breathing and then a breath retention at the end? Or would it be split up or how, how would, how would that, how would a 20 minute like self-practice, how could <coughs> that look like? So the Soma, it's called the, uh, the daily dose um, mm. in the program that I'm certified in. It's, yeah, 20, 25 minutes and the four, four rhythms bring your body into coherence, uh, your heart into coherence. It's probably the most common if you're going to be just doing a, a simple short breathwork exercise and then probably four, four rhythm for about five minutes. And then you want to exhale all of the air out of your lungs and then hold your breath for, you know, a minute and a half to two to three minutes, as long as you possibly can, Mm, because that's mm -hmm. when your blood oxygen levels lower, uh, your stem cells can come out and regenerate parts of your body because stem cells hate oxygen. They don't come out in an oxygen saturated environment. So Mm. when, when we're breathing normally, uh, stem cells hide 
behind cells that suck up all the oxygen so that they can still survive in carbon dioxide rich environment. So when your blood oxygen levels go below 85, these stem cells start coming out. And with visualization, you can direct those to parts of your body for, you know, mental healing physically. And, uh, that's one of the biggest benefits, but, um, but yeah, just five minutes for four breath retention and then do it two or three times. And then after the breath retention on the exhale, you're going to want to inhale and hold that for 30 seconds to a minute because that inhale brings your body back into homeostasis. It normalizes mm. the oxygen in your body and kind of calms you down a little bit. And then, you know, if you're having a bad day, you can do a four, eight rhythm or a two, four rhythm and just extend your exhale longer, mm. twice as long as your inhale and that will trigger your parasympathetic nervous system. It will calm you down and and just bring you just bring you back into a calm state. So you can use that to regulate being pissed off or anxious or stressed out. Um, the faster rhythms probably wouldn't recommend on a lunch break just because it it's extremely stimulating. It could maybe exacerbate these feelings that you're having. It's primarily used to bring shit to the surface and work through it. So you're doing it on a lunch break i would suggest a slower rhythm but play around with it i mean it's definitely designed to develop your own practice your own journey just like anything else in these spaces so honestly i'm i'm on it like i'm i'm gonna do this from now on 20 minutes a day i'm gonna do i'm gonna start my days like that because i i've i've been i've been actually I don't know, like not really in my in my daily routine. Uh, in my, I've been like every day looks different for me now. It's like I'm super flowing around, and it's it's amazing. But like this this anchor in the morning, I kind of at some point I was like, oh fuck that anchor, and <laughs> <laughs> I just want to cruise around, and now I'm cruising around all the time. And sometimes I cruise myself into situations that i maybe don't want to be in because i'm not grounded enough you know because i didn't have my center that day and i've been experimenting a little bit and like neither the meditation nor the journaling really like they've done their job incredibly over the last like what was it five six and when did i start meditating when i was 15 so eight years um but the breath work gets me really excited right now where i'm like maybe i'm not maybe i'm going to do this now like yeah 20 minutes a day taking that as my anchor because i just feel so good right now and i feel like i really feel in my in my middle yeah where i'm like of course like i'm I can go a little left, I can go a little right, I can like go off track if you want to call it that, but it's like it's super easy to bounce back into the that center of like accepting myself and loving myself and just being fine where I'm at and really this I don't know, acceptance and this knowingness of my power, the knowingness of my own um worth and magic and everything. So it's yeah, man, I'm definitely going to do that. You should, man. I've been starting every day with a breathwork session and I can truly tell a difference. Obviously, you got to allow yourself time to rest. So I'll take a day or two throughout the week and not do it or maybe just do a short meditation session. But 
Um, I notice a huge difference in my day, just in my emotional stability, primarily when I don't do it, you know, and obviously you can use this as some form of escapism. I imagine just like you can mm. with everything else, but I think it's a little, <clears throat> a little harder to do in this space just because you're so hyper aware of where you're at. And so you kind of gain the ability to not allow yourself to use it in those ways, but, but it's possible to, I just, I don't put a lot of credence into that. Cause it's definitely not like drinking or smoking or something like that, you know? And it's just so yeah. good for your physical body. Like I just weighing the pros and cons of doing this, there's like no cons, <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. I wanted to ask it like, is there any cons to it? But okay. There's none. Yeah, I mean, if you there are some physical limitations, you know, if you have epilepsy or COPD or, you know, some heart issues, the rhythmic breathing is always going to be okay. The breath retentions yeah. uh, could cause a little bit of problems. So if you have any concerning health issues, I would suggest maybe easing into breath retentions or consulting your doctor uh, professional in those areas about what your body can handle but rhythmic breathing is always okay and you're always going to get benefits from that you don't have to do breath retentions that's just where the really deep magic happens so sweet sounds like that's that's the key to it all <laughs> for me man it, it really has been like spiritually yeah. emotionally and physically i've never felt better or happier than i do practicing practicing the breath work and it's it's so great to to see you because you're so excited about it you're so mm. passionate about it like that's the great thing it's like i i can definitely see myself for <clears throat> example like using it as a tool myself but i don't have the excitement in there to facilitate it but or like i might but like not on a <laughs> on a bigger scale But like seeing you, how passionate you are and how like fully in you were when it came like to the training and like the certification and everything and how you were just like, yeah, fully in there. Oh, yeah. And like fully committed and now like banging out these sessions and like practicing and practicing and practicing and learning more and practicing and learning. It's just... Dude, it's really beautiful to see that. And I, I felt this this morning. Like, I really felt that passion and that love for the art that you are performing. It was like, I really felt that in that session. Yeah. Because I really felt your presence in there. I really felt like you were there with me and you were holding me. Yeah, that means a lot, man. And uh, yeah, I have become extremely passionate about this. Largely, you know, because I'm, I'm going to be able to give people some tools in order to mm. maybe fix themselves. And yeah, it's just been a, a beautiful experience. And I'm still just skimming the surface of it, you know, like um, right now I'm learning how to recognize trauma and energy blockages in the body. And I'm going to be developing personalized plans for people to to work through their shit and i'm really excited to dig into the really deep aspects of this it's um it's really powerful stuff and it's so profound to me that 
this simple thing that we all take for granted in our lives, our body just naturally does it for us. You know, we don't, that knowledge of, of the breath has been taken from us. You know, the ancients used to do this all the time. It was a way of life. And now with all the bullshit we have in our society, it's, we've been taken away from these practices, you know, in, in nutrition, in, in meditation and all of these things that were just a normal way of life back then, you know, and we're slowly getting back to that as a society. And there's so much interest in these spaces now, and that's for a reason. So being able to be a part of that just exacerbates that passion for me. It's a, it's an amazing thing. And, and you can see these movements growing and expanding, especially online. You know, I don't know if it's just because I cleaned up my feeds and whatnot, but it, there's so many people I've networked with and came into contact with you also. Um, just because they're either interested in exploring these things or they're actively practicing and it's creating such a massive positive supportive community and it's really helping the collective i feel yeah back to basics back yeah. back to breathing yep beautiful uh i learned a lot man right on <laughs> <laughs> so nice yeah oh yeah so nice yeah. Thank you so much. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Like it's all of it, all of it. Us talking again and yeah. me experiencing you allowing me to experience your magic. And yeah. Well, and that's what it is, is, is magic. And, you know, it becomes not the facilitator's magic anymore. You really get in touch with your own magic and your own power. And I think that's, that's the beauty in this practice is, it very much is an individual journey and and you just really come into contact with how powerful you truly are as a human and you know we study reality tunnels you know which is the reality you perceive nobody perceives reality in the same ways and nobody reacts to this reality in the same way so in that you truly do create your reality and your reality is based off of, you know, conscious imprints that you get when you're a child through your adolescence and into your early 20s. And we don't really realize that that's happening, even though it's based on science. You just kind of live your life based on these imprints. And through the breath work and connecting with your subconscious mind, you can first realize that you are the creator of your subjective reality. And Secondly, you realize how powerful you are in connecting with that. And you can reprogram your subconscious mind and reprogram these in imprints. It takes a lot of work, but it's entirely possible to completely shift your brain, your emotions, your life into you can shape it, you know, to anything that you want. So, I mean, it just starting with the physical benefits I think uh, people will be excited about that, but taking it deeper and deeper into really shaping, learning how to shape your reality, I think is where the true power lies. And I'm really excited to see how people use that for their own benefit. Um, so I told my brother the other day, I have no interest in fixing anybody. You know, a lot of people seek traditional therapy and stuff because they think somebody is going to fix them. And then they end up being in therapy for 10, 15, 20 years 
And clearly that therapy is not working if they're going to be repeatedly going and going and going, you know? So I want to give people the tools that they need in these one-on-one sessions and then have them go out and utilize them how they will. But I don't want people coming back and coming back and coming back because yeah. it won't be working then, you know? I think it's a, it's a, an amazing tool outside of the traditional therapies and the Western medicine to fix yourself emotionally and physically. It's powerful shit, man. Yeah. It really, really creates independence to a certain, mm-hmm. to a certain degree where it's like you, you like, even now, you know, like you already created so much value and so much knowledge and so much like actionable stuff for me like i'm right now not coming to you with like big issues or whatsoever like i'm not coming to you with like a lot of trauma because i've worked on a shit ton and i've (laughs) and i've i have developed my own tools you know to go there but you just added another one to my toolbox whereas like now i am already like i don't need to come to you every week and be like hey stefan can you can you can you help me breathe would you just literally gave me through that experience ruling like oh wow i can do this now the question is of course do i do it and that's still <laughs> like that's that's the pro like not, not the problem but that's kind of the the hook on the whole independence thing it's like you have responsibility then it's yes. like you can't just you can, can't just call up stefan and be like Stefan, can you fix me? Because he's going to be like, no, you have the tools, dude. Like, <laughs> do it for yourself. Like, we're going to do the same thing like we did before. Like, why don't you do it by yourself? It's like, yeah, then you need to take responsibility and just be like, okay, fuck, I got to do it by myself. And of course, that's also going to be like, now I sit here and say like, I'm going to do this every day, the 20 minutes. If I'm really going to do it or not, it's not up to Stefan, it's not up to anyone else. That's up to me. That's up yep. to me sitting my ass down and putting the tools into action. And so it's great to have someone guide you in that and mm-hmm. probably also establish a routine around it and like a habit of it, of really at some point being like, fuck yeah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do my day. I don't want to do my life without it anymore. But I'm fully supportive of that whole idea of equipping people with tools and then sending sending them off their way and allowing them to explore more and find other tools, find better like tools that work better for them or whatsoever. But just I can see how the breathing, just because it is such an essential thing to life, like literally, it like it happens automatically, but it is so essential. That's a great point to start like that's an amazing point to start with developing a toolbox and being like like, let me have that as a tool to then start figuring out whatever else i need to figure out in this lifetime yeah absolutely and you know there's even more power in that too when you know obviously the group sessions and the guided sessions are are awesome people that train you know weight train or you know, people like to go to group sessions in the gym or go to church or, you know, go to these things. There's a lot of power in group sessions and breath work and meditation as well. But in developing your own practice, you can realize how much of a victim mindset you put yourself in and how much that is your own fault. 
there's a lot of power in that in realizing that you are responsible for your own life, that nobody's coming to save you, that nobody can help you if you can't help yourself. So really, I think the, the starting point is getting yourself out of that victim mindset. Stop yeah. asking yourself why shit is happening to you and start making shit happen for you. Mm. And uh, that's, I think that's where the most power lies is truly realizing that, that you have the power you are the power whether that's good mm. or bad is is up to you yeah yeah full on and about the group session and the individual sessions what just came up is like it doesn't need to be this or that it can be this and that it should be this and that yeah <laughs> because then you really like then you i feel like you can really step into your power because i've i've done a lot of work just by myself Like in the beginnings of like my my journey, like the first I think five years was like very very introverted journey. Like I was just <clears throat> doing a lot of work with myself, and that has it had has its point in my journey. But at some point, you got to get out there and you got to connect with people. And what a better place to connect with people than people doing the same track practice, utilizing a similar tool like you do go out there and connect with them and show yourself because only introverted living, like only introverted working, healing brings you only that far. The same with the extroverted thing, like only in groups, only in group um, environments only will bring you that far. But the combination of both, like having a personal practice where you realize your own power, you take responsibility and be like, fuck, this is, Only I hold myself accountable to that. I need to be disciplined to show up for myself. I actually need to love myself. And then being able to be like, oh, today I just want to be loved by someone else, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. Today I just want to receive these two together, the discipline and the ability to receive from others. Oh, dude, fucking gold. <laughs> yep. And that was one of the hardest things for me to learn is to receive, mm. you know, um, just because I put myself in such a predicament in my, in my musical journey, pursuing music. I, you know, I was homeless and people would give me their house or their couch to sleep on. People would feed me. And I thought that, you know, that was allowing myself to receive when in essence I was just using. So in in my spiritual journey, really coming into contact with my own power, I, I was confused on what that receiving actually meant. I thought that I had already mm. exhausted my receiving, but I wasn't actually receiving. I was just pushing myself deeper into this fucking hole and actually allowing yourself to be vulnerable and be seen by other people and to see yourself and love yourself through that is is so essential in in these paths, in these journeys. And it really, it just opens you up. It softens you up. And and like we were talking about earlier, it makes you realize that like nobody does this shit alone and you can't. And one thing that you brought up too is the, the isolation. I think that that is also uh, a pretty imperative part of these paths and journeys. Uh, you really have to come into tune with yourself And that oftentimes doesn't leave a lot of space for 
friends and family, especially if these friends and family are, do a good job of pulling you back into old patterns and old thought mm, processes. Mm. So that isolation is a very natural part. I know during my phase, I didn't, I mean, I'm still coming out of it. I, oftentimes I don't feel like going out and doing shit or being around people. Um, because I like my alone time now, you know, I like, I like my space and my time to really just be me. And I think a lot of people get discouraged by that. I felt for a long time, like I was losing my fucking mind <laughs> because the shift was so powerful. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? You know, I don't feel like I used to, I don't want to do these things that I used to do anymore. There was such a huge part of my life. So pushing through that, and being gentle with yourself is is imperative that that hard those lessons you need to learn in a solitary environment are are necessary it's that fire you mm. have to walk through to get to the other side mm. Mm. it's it's super interesting that you bring that up because i think this also works again both ways where like i think both of us have like really this journey of first of all, kind of almost hiding in solitude until we had the confidence to open up again. Mm -hmm. But for example, when I look at my wife or like other people that I know, um, they went out a lot to actually <laughs> avoid what was going in within them. Yeah. And so they actually had to gather up the courage to then go within to then be more authentically themselves on the outside again. But it it is kind of like, just because somebody's outgoing doesn't mean that this person is further ahead in their journey or whatsoever. It's like, it always, again, comes back to state of being like, mm -hmm. where does this come from? Like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this because you genuinely have so much energy and love that you want to share with people? Or is it to, actually avoid things that are happening within you and the same thing with with being alone like are you taking the time for yourself from a place of reverence and like honoring yourself and honoring your time alone and really loving yourself in this time or are you just scared to go out there because you're actually super insecure and you're just hiding in your little cave and like not allowing yourself to go out because you're scared and so it's like always awareness like coming back to the book that you read is like the power of awareness <laughs> yep and breath work creates a shit ton of awareness mm -hmm. like breath work just puts you right back into yourself like wherever you're flying around in your thoughts it's like and it puts you not back into your head but it puts you really back into your center where it's like that's where you are right now and if there is sadness the sadness will be felt and if there's anger the rage will come out and if there is joy you will smile and laugh and like really allow that to be there so <sighs> breathwork fucking dude <laughs> yeah, you man. sold me on that shit <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah hoping to sell everybody on it but uh yeah for sure yeah, that's all really true man mm. for me uh you know i was pursuing music and when i was homeless um, because I was pursuing music all, all my fault, but I, I wasn't alone like by myself at all, except for like going to the bathroom and showering, which was like once a week, <laughs> but, mm. uh, um, 
I I wasn't alone for like four or five years, you know, being on mm. tour in a van with five or six other dudes and always at the venue, always in this overstimulating environment. Oh, yeah. So when I started working on myself, being alone was fucking terrifying because I didn't mm. know what it was like to be alone with my thoughts. And I knew I had a lot of shit to work on. So I it was a slow, gradual process for me. You know, I'd go out. I realized I was going out and I had FOMO and I wanted to be around all these people all the time just because I was running away from myself and mm. what I needed to work on. And on the flip side of that, now I find myself not wanting to go out because I've done such a good job now of realizing my own values and my own morals and, and what I want to live by. And going out into the world, it's a it's a fucking mess. So even with people close to you, it's hard to hard to go out there and face those things that you know are going to make you uncomfortable, that you know are going to trigger you. Uh, oh yeah, these things that might make you slip back into old behavior patterns or thought patterns, and that's not healthy either. So finding that balance in thrusting yourself into uncomfortable environments and then also maintaining your energy shield and being very intentional with where your energy goes. Mm. Is, uh, it's a balance game and it's, it's rough. I mean, it just goes back to the fact that there is no, not ever a finish line in this stuff. It's a constant process, a constant exercise and awareness and, and in being <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it's tough, man. Whoever tells you that these things are easy is fucking lying to you. <laughs> it never gets easy. It just gets easier. Yeah. We get stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Like the thing is we the actually the stronger we get, the more challenges we will face because yeah, we are able to we are able exactly. to hold that. But um yeah, running for a finish line thinking that now whatever it is like meditation breath work yoga healthy diet for a month or something will get you to that finish line uh -uh. Yeah. <laughs> it'll get you more on on your journey it'll get <clears throat> you more into your journey but it will never never ever get you to that finish line like the finish line simply does not exist no no and this is something that i had to work through a lot in this last year working with you something you had to help me through was was just that I was always looking for the next thing that was going to make me feel better that was going to make me be like all right now I can be happy with myself now I can be happy with my life and that just doesn't exist and you guided me through that and helped me you know help me get to this point now and when you surrender to that surrender to the process there's a lot of peace and serenity in that when you realize that you're never going to be happy all the time you're never going to feel good all the time no matter how many times you do this shit no matter how many how much you practice how how much you read how much you learn nothing's ever going to take away the fact that we're still human we still have emotions we still have shitty experiences and and things and once you surrender to that uh there's a huge weight that lifts and mm. you just realize that it's all part of the experience and everything is beautiful and for a purpose. And you can just kind of flow, flow through that. And when you're not flowing, you gain the tools to bring yourself back into your body and, and proceed to flow. It's, it's uh like we said, a constant awareness. It takes constant practice.
Mm-hmm. Yet I think at some point, I think it's not a finish line. I don't think that there's a finish line, like as we mm-hmm. just said, but I think we can get to a certain point where we've looked at most of the stuff going on within ourselves. And if we've treated these things coming up in whatever way they want to present themselves, um, mostly it's in explosive ways. Yeah. <laughs> because we haven't we haven't looked at them earlier. Um, but if we can look at these things with like acceptance and compassion, I feel like at least that's how I perceive my life, that the day-to-day life does get easier in a way of just more peaceful it doesn't mean that stuff doesn't come up anymore but i feel like the the baseline of acceptance or like the the field of things that we accept expands and so we can get closer and closer to everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) we will never reach everything i guess but we can expand our field of the things that we accept and that we can allow to be there and love in a certain way to an extent where most of our time in our life we are fine like we we feel good we feel at peace with what is and of course that is then usually when we expand and when we put ourselves outside of the comfort zone again because we also to be honest we love the comfort, but we also love the discomfort. We love the certainty, but we also love the uncertainty. Like we are not like beings of comfort and certainty. Like there is a reason why yin and yang is made out of two parts. Mm-hmm. It's the yin and the yang. It's not the yang and the yang or the yin and the yin. It's like you need both. And it's like, accepting that that life is a constant play and that actually the intention of finishing that infinite game is what keeps you in suffering that was for me like i think one of the biggest things and i think this is also one of the things like you said like that we worked on the most is like allowing ourselves to play that game and not needing to win it, but being like, I play the game and by playing, I'm winning all the time. Like there is no goal that we can score that will bring us closer to winning because in the moment when we are playing, we are winning already. Like there's literally nothing like this is, life is there to be lived. Like life is there to be experienced. Mm If you want to put an end point to your life, it's death to this existence, to this yes. physical existence. <laughs> right. Okay, that, but are you really striving for that? Like, are you really striving for your physical death? Like, because th- that could be your your win then. Okay, I mastered the 3D. Maybe you come back here. Maybe you go somewhere else. Who the fuck knows? But it's like, that's the thing is like, when you think about it, like, what kind of win would you put on your life? Like there is no rational and logical way of putting a certain end to your life. Like, and nobody has ever done it. I like, I mean, many people have tried it, but like nobody ever finished life in a way of like, 
oh, that life is complete. No, like you could could always keep going. Like at some point you've exhausted your your capacity for this lifetime and you're just like probably really tired and be like, oh, I want to go back to, I want to go back to source. I want to go back home. But it's like, you could always keep going. There's always new things happening. There is always different, like, yes, creation is complete, but within creation, there is all, there is unlimited possibilities already. That's why creation does not need to expand because it's already everything. Yeah. And so these putting putting things to an end is really what also caused me a lot of suffering in the past is like I need to put an end to that. Like I need to finish that with the hope of then getting a feeling of oh, yes, finally. But it never came. And so you always need another thing and another thing and another thing until you start like, oh, I'm playing the game. I am doing this and I'm doing that and I'm here and I'm there. And it's like, and right now I'm doing, I'm feeling well. So let me keep doing what I'm doing as long as I am excited about it, as long as I'm passionate about it. And if not, I'll find something else. Like what happened to me? Like I could push myself every day to sit down and meditate or to journal because it served me for so long. But now comes the breath work my way. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that. <laughs> so yeah. why would I not do that? Right. It's like now a part of me, of course, could be like, oh, no, you're not doing the meditation. You're losing, you know, like <laughs> you're not you're losing the game. But it's like, <clears throat> no, I'm just I, I keep playing. I keep playing. And right now. The ball is not meditation anymore. The ball is breathwork. So I do the breathwork. And I kick that ball until as as long as I enjoy it. And as long as I, I feel excited about it and passionate about it. And maybe something completely different comes. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll start drumming at some point. Like with one of these tribal drums. And I'll just drum for an hour in the morning. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> but I don't need to know now. I can't possibly know now. And just playing is winning. Having a good time is winning in life. Yeah. And there is certain tools that enable us to have a better time in life. Breathwork being one of them. Definitely. And I mean, I guess that's just the the surrender into the process, you know, and I mean, it truly is an individual journey. So it just depends on, you know, how much you want to expose yourself to how deep you really want to go. But I think in doing these practices, you're going to, like you said, you're going to constantly expand and um, in allowing yourself to do that, you know, you start to realize like you don't, you don't want to finish line, you know, that finish line in this existence is death. So in expanding, you want to experience as much as you possibly can and surrendering into that, you realize that, you know, on the surface level, there is good and bad in the world. And it just comes down to what you want to put your energy into. Like, um, for me, I, I got really black pill there for a while in my journey where I was into all these conspiracies and shit. And I mean, I hated mm. the government. I still hate the government, but <laughs> it's, uh, um, 
I, it was starting to work me up. It was affecting my relationships. It was ex- affecting all of this. And and now I look back on it as a, as an essential part of my growth because I, I was able to recognize in doing that and in lashing out about these things and in wanting to change the world in a better way to diminish these things that I hate so much, hated so much. Um, I was projecting more of that shit out into the world because it was taking all of my energy was directed at these things. We have to switch this. We have to change it. This isn't the way shit should be. And in doing that, you're just feeding that fire. You know, you're feeding the fire of things that you don't want in your life. So learning how to take a step back and leading with light and love, I don't really, I still pay attention to those things, but it doesn't take my energy away anymore. I, I, I see it and I hear it recognize that it's happening, but none of my energy goes into that shit anymore. The way to make this world a better place is truly from within. And you start to develop that and learn that with patience and grace with yourself, that that is true. You hear these things all the time in these spaces. Um, and at first you really don't know what it means. You don't know what it feels like to surrender into this and direct your energy to places that you want to as opposed to Mm. these things that take it because i now i believe that all these things are designed specifically for that it's an energy trap it's designed there to steal your fucking energy and maintain your focus and Mm. when you separate from that your life gets better these practices help with that and you definitely learn how to direct your energy into things that you want to live with Mm. intention our society really you know, the powers that be have, have developed an amazing system in energy hijack and almost everything that we're exposed to on a daily basis from the most mundane to the most profound, you know, going to your job every day and and thinking about your job that you hate when you're at home and then you lash out at your kids or your family or, you know, you're overstimulated by television or the radio or all this shit, social media, it's all an energy trap. And when you can learn to direct your energy, I feel like a whole new world opens up to you. And then you're really able to start playing the game. You're really able to start playing with with all these things and actually have a good fucking time doing it. You know, now I'm to the point where I'm just having a fucking blast. I, I have I've created a community of people in my life that just make me want to be better make me want to be more loving and peaceful and share that and spread that. And like, I'm, I'm having a fucking great time now. My life isn't perfect. Still have some financial worries and all this shit, but none of that is getting my energy anymore. It just simply exists. And I know in my heart that it's not going to exist forever. So now more times than not, I am able to put, just play the game, man, just play around with experience. I've been able to, let go of some fears and thrust myself into uncomfortable situations. But now I look forward to it because I know that there's growth and expansion in that, you know, Mm. and, uh, and it's just a fucking beautiful thing, man. But to anybody out there listening, who's having a hard time with these things, I would say just be patient with yourself and graceful and compassionate and allow yourself to go through these changes and you'll eventually find your community and you'll find your stride and, and your, and your way of doing things that will maximize your ability to just play the game. And if you listened until now, <laughs> you should probably book a session with Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> and with Tim. 
<laughs> Book all over sessions. Yeah. No, just joking. But it's like, yes, full on, man. And I'm I'm really grateful for your vulnerability here as well, like sharing that your life is not perfect because breath work does not make your life perfect. Mm-hmm. It makes you more accepting of your life. That's the beautiful thing, is like, yeah, there are still some old manifestations in your life from stuff that you've manifested over the last decades, literally. And now they're crumbling. And the first step of these manifestations crumbling is you not clinging on to them mentally and energetically, but literally saying, yes, they are there. Yes, I accept them. State of being acceptance. And I can let go of them. And things will change. Things are changing. In fact, things have already changed. Just not in 3D. Because they've already changed within you. And that's the most important thing. That's where it all comes from. That's again, it's an internal game. And if you master that, mastery being getting better at it constantly, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's how you get better at living life. And that's how your life will adjust to it. And you'll see a lot more beauty and a lot more beauty will come your way. Not because the the world becomes a better place or whatsoever but it's really because you see more of that your perspective is more open for that to come in and it's really not the world that needs to change or the people around you that need to change or anything in your circumstances like if you want things to change in your life you need to change something yeah And it's like changing something does not mean grand things in the beginning. It's like small, 20 minutes a day, you know, 20 minutes a day, a smoothie a day, a juice a day, a banana a day, whatever it is, like one push up a day, whatever it is that you want to change. It's like start small, take responsibility, be patient, have grace with yourself and you're good. You're good already. It's like you listening to that. Fuck you more than good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, yeah, you'll eventually find your path. And, you know, I, I fully believe that this is the way to truly change the world is going within. You know, I'm recognizing it in my own life now, just putting more energy into myself um into my direct community into leading with light and love and in my own subjective reality these outside dark forces are dwindling they're diminishing and i feel like if enough people are doing this like these outside forces are going to lose their power because they're not going to have any more fucking energy attached to them people are not going to be directing their life force at these things anymore so they will naturally disintegrate you can see it in your own life when you start to change and start to manifest the reality you want that the people and things that don't serve you anymore you don't have to say shit or do shit to them they will naturally leave your life and they will it'll make more room for for more beautiful things more things that you want to be intentional about and if that's happening on an individual scale, I've witnessed it myself and continue to witness it on a daily basis. It's beautiful. But if that's happening enough in the individual, imagine what the fuck is going to happen in the collective, you know, For like sure, man. 
the energy is going straight into the light and love. And that's the only place that the energy really needs to go. Oh, beautiful brother. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, what a morning, huh? What yeah, a beautiful, beautiful morning. morning. Beautiful morning. Beautiful morning. <laughs> we should do this more often. <laughs> yeah, please. Just breathe, breathe, breathing together and talking. Yeah, this is pretty much my life now, and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful, amazing. Yeah, let's do this. Let's do this again. Let's yep. share some more of that. Absolutely. Amazing. Thank you so much. Honestly, I don't know how to thank you. It's just was such a beautiful experience. It still is a beautiful experience yeah. right now being here with you and just being able to to shoot some thoughts back and forth and yeah, exchange some energy and just just be with you. Dude, it's amazing. It's a pleasure and an honor. Yeah, my pleasure and honor too as well, man. And you know, I got to say without you being so willing to help me out this last year I wouldn't be in this place now experiencing all these beautiful things and now I have the ability to pay that forward for people and and that's that's the beauty of these spaces you know just leading with light and love and and expansion and and it truly does take a village and a community so thank you for for that man I appreciate it more than you know I saw it coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah Absolutely. All righty. So I wish you a fantastic day, brother. And, and yeah, I'm really looking forward to do this again very soon with you. Absolutely. You as well, man. You have a great day. Bye. Peace.